0: Welcome
1: to the Boiled Owl Coffee Club Podcast.
0: Where is my script?
1: (laughs) That's perfect for our first remote one, Don.
0: (laughs) You would think I would have this memorized. One would think. I'm like really surprised.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's hear you do it. (laughs) I can't do the owl, but welcome to the Boiled Owl Coffee Club Podcast. The meeting after the meeting where we talk about our experience living sober, We don't speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. This is only our experience. We have no monopoly on sobriety. If you don't like our approach, that's okay. There's lots of ways to live and lots of ways to live sober. This works for us. I'm
0: Sam. And I'm Don. You put a lot of energy into that, Sam. I liked it. (laughs) Well, you you do that too, Don. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's the truth. Sam, everything is just normal, you know. In my life, I don't know about your life. My sponsor said normal was a setting on the washing machine, but now, you know, I think about it. It's not
1: normal! (laughs) Yeah, normal is not really happening right now. Um, And thus, uh, I guess we ought to let folks know, welcome to the first episode of the Boiled Owl that's being recorded remotely. You're in your home and I'm in my home, also known as the uh, Boiled Owl Recording Studio East and the Boiled Owl Recording Studio West. Isolation Chamber East and
0: Isolation Chamber (laughs) West. Yeah, I'm uh, floating in water in the dark. I mean, I'm in an isolation chamber. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, my God. Okay. Just don't turn into some creature, okay? <laughs> it's already happened. I don't even remember what that movie was called. No, this um, lockdown,
0: coronavirus. So I was in St. Thomas. This is hard to believe. I got back from St. Thomas last Monday which I don't have a
1: calendar in front of me what the date was, but oh, it's like coronavirus day XXx. That's just what we refer to it now.
0: well, when we left the week before, they were saying if you, because I heard an epidemiologist on the radio say, well, if you have a trip planned, you don't want you know, you don't want to lose your trip. you can go ahead and do your trip, but nobody should plan any trips or overseas in the future. So I was going, well, okay, we'll go. Within two days, they were saying, do not leave home, you know. And we yeah. and we were in uh, St. Thomas, which is beautiful. A trip we had planned for a long time. We had the opportunity to stay with friends who had a timeshare, and so they offered it for free for us to come. So it was a golden opportunity, and we had scheduled it for been scheduled for four months so we went now we were on the beach and i was talking with the people next to us and they were from a cruise ship and there were five cruise ships on that beach and i'm like going i need to get off this beach Ooh, yeah
1: because you know cruise ships are a hothouse vector for to disease. begin with and yeah. then throw on top of it the uh, the coronavirus issue and yeah absolutely
0: yeah, so it was it was scary, and and we stayed to the end of the trip, and well, I, so I got back Monday, and now I'm been isolating. This is the sixth day of complete isolation because I've been possibly exposed, and I want to be responsible. I don't want I can't. I'm not around
1: anybody. I mean, what, what, we've got people bringing us groceries, and thank you for doing that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, there, I mean, there's so many people out right now who are not doing this which which makes it scary to go out it does i mean we went to the grocery store yesterday Uh, well we did we walked to the shopping center because you know walking is an option right now got to get out of the house Mm -hmm. let's make it last a while so we walked to you know through the neighborhood to go to the shopping center and i went to the post office to pick up client payments and uh to the drugstore to pick up a prescription and then we decided that we would go into the grocery store and uh you know i told greg it's like if i feel squirrely i am leaving immediately Mm -hmm. uh and and he was in agreement on that and you know it wasn't a bad experience in there but it was still weird Uh, I'm, i'm in a high risk category too with with uh with health issues that i have of uh asthma since childhood and 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 chronic bronchitis and and so it's one of those things of this This concerns me too, yeah. um, but we've been staying at home other than it it's not isolation as much as what you're talking about. Um, we're doing the social distancing bit right of remaining at least six feet away from people, and you know we're our dogs are going for walks like crazy now, yes, uh, the, the <laughs> dogs love this, oh, you know they do. <laughs> You know and who the else love loves it? When it? The go- and the cats love it when the dogs go for a walk because then the humans are <laughs> out of the house for a while. Yeah. <laughs> also, the uh, makers of Zoom software love this. Oh, man, I saw a uh, a meme this morning. Uh, <laughs> it's from uh, the uh, the Scooby-Doo cartoon where they unmask the, the monster or the ghost or the specter or whatever. And, uh-huh. and, uh, and, and this one was, who's really behind this COVID-19 crisis? And they unmask it and it's Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It's a, that software
0: is incredible. I love it. I mean, I you didn't even know ex- it existed till I think the first time I heard about it was last Saturday when the okay. people we were staying with, she is a professor at uh, State. Then they closed down the university, and she said, oh, no, I've got to learn how to use this Zoom software they're talking about. And she, we're going, all classes are going online. So that was the first I heard
1: about it. You know, I had I knew about it, but I hadn't used it Um, because I just in in my work, I haven't had that need for conferencing. And uh, and I have jumped on one or two remote meetings uh, over the years. Um, There's a group called Fifth Dimension. It's one of the leaders uh, in doing all that. They've been doing it for a long. They're they're an online only group. I think they may be the first one. I thought that whole group had broken up years ago. <laughs> it's, this is the dawning of the age, age of, of coronavirus. <laughs> this is the
0: dawning of the age of Corona.
1: <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, I now I'm getting like invites to Zoom meetings left and right. I, I did two yesterday. Our, our Saturday morning men's meeting. Yes. Uh, which thank you for hosting that. And uh, and then also I, uh, I did a, uh, a CMA meeting in Atlanta. Uh, my friends in Atlanta, uh, Crystal Math Anonymous, had um, uh, told me that they were, had gone online and invited me to join them. And it was really kind of cool to be able to be in a meeting with people that I know in Atlanta. But prior to uh, those two meetings, and the, the other one, the, the other one that, uh, that you've hosted recently, um, I went to uh, one or two before that uh, online and it just wasn't what I was looking for. And the difference is knowing people. Mm-hmm. You know, I really love that our local groups, our, our local members in recovery are setting these things up because that's what's made all the difference in the world for me. Because being in a meeting and I didn't that I didn't know anyone, you know, it was easy to share, but it just wasn't that familial connection.
0: That disconnected.
1: I, I mean, yeah. it's already you're disconnected from it because you're
0: doing it through this electronic interface and camera and all of that. But and if you don't know the people, it's not uh, that
1: exacerbates it. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. I mean, right now, I can't even, like, reach out and smack you or anything. That's really... Right. Not that I would physically strike you or anything, but I have <laughs> been known to mimic doing it. You, um,
0: Yeah. Or throw pieces of paper at me and that sort of thing. Here, you catch. Can't, can't touch this. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get me now.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and one of the things that has been just really impressive is how the recovery communities have jumped onto online meeting platforms, and, and particularly Zoom because of its, its pervasiveness and, and ease of use. Um, but there are so many of the websites and Facebook groups, et cetera, that are posting information on how to do this, and then they are listing the meetings that are doing it, and uh, there's even new groups on Facebook that are just about virtual meetings. Mm-hmm. And we have really jumped onto this.
0: I'm starting to calm down about it, but I confess at the beginning that fear was enormous. Uh, yeah. Both fear of economic insecurity and fear of what this means for uh, am i gonna die from this virus you know because mm-hmm. i was exposed to it i'm i'm now on day six so i'm pretty far away I, i've been told that it's after five days it's like they think that you're a lot safer than they're saying 14 days of isolation because nobody knows for sure but the chance goes down every day of me now incubating the disease so my wife and I are in good health so at day 6 I feel good about it good but at at the beginning that what you know I was worried
1: about it i can only i mean y'all cuz y'all not only did you deal with like the being in st thomas and around all of the the tourists there and everything but it's the transit to and from that you had to deal with <laughs>
0: hey i was letting go like a mother It was awful. We were in a a two-and-a-half-hour line to go through security. Oh, wow. With our flight boarding in three hours. And so as we had no idea if we were going to make it. I mean, you don't know when you're standing in line for two-and-a-half hours if you're going to be two-and-a-half hours or if you're going to be four hours. I mean, we couldn't tell. And uh, there was no... Nothing there to indicate that there there was a sign that said everybody stay six feet apart. Well, that didn't happen. Oh God, I can't imagine that happening. Because everybody's freaked
1: out and they're like,
0: "I got to get to my flight. I got to get to my flight." So,
1: then then a six foot gap is totally an invitation for someone. It's like, oh, I'm just going to step in here. (laughs) That's kind of like when you're driving and and I try to leave one car length for
0: every ten miles per hour. Well. (laughs) It's just that's just an invitation for the entire road to get in front of me.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, it's been interesting for me because I've not been worried. I've uh-huh. been disappointed in some things that have happened, such as places staying open longer than I think they should, physical meetings happening when I think it was, you know, I thought it was time to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so the behavior of other people has been a little disappointing or a lot disappointing and uh and stressful in in that regard but my life hasn't changed all that much because i I work it from home Mm -hmm. and uh and doing it services i mean i do go to clients and and take care of them but uh so far you know i've been uh well monday last week it's a full week right now that i have been sheltering in place if you will so it doesn't really, it hadn't really hit me as being all that different. The biggest thing is uh, exercise. You know, I've st- I stopped going to the gym, uh, and that was even though my gym is a uh, a personal trainer gym, so it doesn't have all the traffic that a uh, a regular gym has. Um, it was still like, no, that's not the right thing to do. So we shut yeah. that down and. I gathered all of the uh, exercise equipment that I personally have, as well as things like bags of kitty litter and dog food and things like that, and set up a gym in the garage, and I'm FaceTiming with my trainer, and he's taking me through my workout in the garage. So are you um, like, uh, like?
0: I don't understand, are you like lifting boxes of cat litter in each hand yeah
1: so i've got a, like a 42 <laughs> pound bag of cat litter that i'm hugging and doing squats with <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, works it's, it, it, it's it's yeah it works really well it's comical um but fortunately i've got some some actual equipment too so that that yeah. helps but, and then
0: um, if you have to pee you i mean you have it right there well there you, you don't go. have to take a break <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so not visiting with clients, but I've been working with them remotely. Uh, Not training at the gym, but I have been able to train with with my trainer. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Greg being home, we haven't, like, wanted to kill each other yet. Or at least I don't think he's wanted to kill me. I haven't wanted to kill him yet. That's good. Much. And
0: uh, (laughs) Well, that's one of the topics that have come up so much in online meetings that I've been Going to, a lot of people are having a problem with that because you're stuck with your spouse. I mean, there was a meme going around that said, "You have a choice, A or B. Now, what would you want to do? A, shelter in place, confined with your wife and kids, or B, go. Yeah, definitely B. <laughs> it's what the other person just <laughs> go right to B." B. <laughs>
1: You know, and, but, but then another thing I have to be, and, and this is part of that gratitude thing that AA, like, did to me, damn it. Um, and that is, you know, I, I've got friends who are single who are doing this alone. Yeah. And, you know, the social isolation of that um, has to be really difficult. I, I know that, I mean, first of all, we introverts are going to repopulate the world. After all, the extroverts have have lost their minds and died. Um, we are going it's just going to gonna be uh, introverts repopulate. left. <laughs> now, the problem is going to be the gay introverts like me. Uh, I mean, I'm really not going to be helping with the repopulation. Yeah, but, you what's know. this
0: repopulation <laughs> thing you're talking about? <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean, life hasn't changed drastically for me insofar as the effect on my emotional health, and my mental health, and all this.
0: But well, the, I've the had
1: some—I've had a little trouble
0: with that. I Have mean, you? I, I did at the beginning. I did. I, I felt really trapped. But also, I'm quarantined, so it was okay. I'm an artist, so you know, I've got—I I can easily entertain myself. And I'm not alone, you know, my wife is here and we have a really good situation. We're not getting on each other's nerves at all. It's, it's really good. So that situation's good. I don't have a problem with that. So I'm, it was amazing that the, you know what it was like when I first got sober, the day seemed like it was so freaking long without drinking. Uh-huh. It's like, what am I going to do with all my time? And it was the same feeling. It was like, well what, am I, well, what am I supposed to do? It was like I was disconnected and I don't know what to do with myself. And that anxiety was something like, oh, I know what will fix this. If I were to get drunk, that would take it away. And, you know, that that's not what I'm doing. So I was aware of it, but it, I, it was interesting how similar the feeling was. So, so did the thought
1: of drinking pop into your head?
0: No. No, but, but, the, but I was aware that the feeling, the thing is I've learned to uh, feel my feelings and I know what they are and what, you know, I guess, you know, the, if you're sober long enough, then you, instead of like wanting to drink, you like turn to the program. Yeah. So for me, it was like, oh, okay, I'm starting a daily meeting online with zoom which i did which made me commit to be in there and i found that every time that i did one of those meetings went to one or the one that i'm hosting the pressure gets relieved and that's the relief relief released released yes released (laughs) yeah released the penguins oh god each penguin is a pressure is a pressure point (laughs) So I, well, think you know, I I mean so- I, wait a minute, I was up to like fifteen penguins. Wait, say that again, I was up to fifteen penguins, which is a, one of penguin. Pressure.
1: yeah penguins of pressure and so <laughs> <laughs> would that be fifteen pressure penguins? <laughs> fifteen pressure penguins or fifteen pressure points, which I call penguins. Well, you know I mean i that's where I was on Friday when I joined your five thirty meeting. Uh-huh. Uh, which was the first one that I had joined with locals I've got this uh, this this Twitter account I've got a bunch of Twitter accounts and you know this one doesn't this one's purely just for me nobody no followers or anything like that but it's a place where I'm like like typing out the stuff that's pissing me off and I just like did like six or seven entries in a row. wait a minute wait. Thing.
0: Didn't you say that you're doing a Twitter account of every time you smile? Isn't this self defeating? Yeah, also, too. doing one of every time you're
1: pissed off? Yeah, it depends on whatever mood I'm in.
0: <laughs> Sam,
1: the seeds we water are the plants that grow. Thanks, Dick, not Don. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I fired off about uh, six or seven tweets into that account, and then I took a screenshot of it and and sent that to my uh, sponsor, who is like almost a technophobe, which is like, I'm, I'm sending you this screenshot of my Twitter because I know you'll never find it anyway. <laughs> I right. told on him about where my thinking was and told him I was about to join an online meeting, and then I did, and... And it was that pressure relief valve. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really, it did help. And also my God. I you know, said, so one of the biggest complaints I've had is uh, for months that, uh, uh, that actually was the, the trigger that had me start that Twitter account <laughs> was my neighbor and his damn leaf blower. you got a thing with that. I do. And so while in the meeting with you and the other folks, my husband was out blowing the damn grass clippings. <laughs> <laughs> let go let it go let it go so.
0: It's a, I, I think that uh, this is the way I've always thought of AA meetings is my mind is like a two year old and when my son was two years old he would take off oh look there's a bird across the street and he'd take off running towards the street and I'd just run pick him up and point him in another direction. And he'd go, oh, look, and he'd run in that direction. So <laughs> it was real easy to just pick him up and read. That changes when he reached 15. <laughs> <laughs> but when he's two, it's quite easy. Well, I think that's what AA does to me, is it picks me up, my crazy mind, and points it in the direction, a safe direction, instead of running towards the danger. And for me, I was, you know... I was running towards the fear of all this stuff that's happening in the world right now. And the meetings pick me up and point me in the direction of my higher power, puts me in the direction of letting go, and that kind of thing.
1: And yeah. it just worked. And that's why the pressure is relieved. By- well, you know, I mean, that that worked for me on on Friday because my thing was that I, I can get into a, a pissed-off place and then just stew in it, and it's almost like it's a choice to just stew in it. It's like you know, I know I could do something to not be pissed off right now. I know I could let this go and 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 distract myself in some way and and lose whatever it is I'm pissed off about. But this feels good, and I'm just going to be pissed off for right now. And that's kind of where I I, I caught myself you. going on Friday. And then after that meeting, I the meeting itself was the interrupt that I needed. And it took me probably halfway through the meeting for that interrupt to really kick in. But then afterwards, I, I went and asked Greg if you wanted to go walk the dogs. And we went and walked the dogs. And, you know, I, I didn't stay in that pissed off place and stew in it. And that, particularly under the circumstances, was was an incredibly important thing decision to make
0: I hear you the it is weird that it would that this uh, negative feeling of being pissed off feels right feels powerful Mm -hmm. feels like what I want to do so this happened to me I had a situation uh, three four weeks ago where I was I was invited to be in an art show and I didn't follow up with the guy and he didn't follow up with me and I was expecting him to give me a call about this archer, so I was doing these paintings and then I saw uh an ad online for the show and I wasn't in it. And I was like going what this uh that burned my biscuits. I don't think I'm- that's what you said. <laughs> 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 I was trying to come up with something a little cleverer than what I actually said. So, I, oh, God, I was so mad at him. And I went over it, and I was like, going, okay, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, what do we do when we're angry? Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to call my sponsor. I call my sponsor. Before I called my sponsor, I wrote out an inventory, what was my part, looking at the thing. And when I wrote out my part, I could see plainly, yes, I expected him to call me, but there was no reason for me not to call him. Yeah. And why did I do that? Well, there was some part of me that was like uh, afraid. Oh, it was fear. There was. I was f- afraid of rejection. I was afraid of judgment in some way with this important show. And I kind of self-defeated myself. No, I didn't kind of self-defeat myself. I did self-defeat myself <laughs> because I was afraid and I didn't call him. And all I had to do was pick up the phone and call him. So I had that realization. And two hours later, I'm going, that asshole. Nice. <laughs> and, and I was going, oh, no, wait a minute, Don. It actually was your fault. No, but he, I mean, I just didn't want to let go of being angry at him. And my part was way bigger than his part. It would have been really nice and polite for him to call me. But there was no reason for me not to call him. And I didn't want to give it up. It felt good to be mad at him because if I, not being mad at him forced me to look at myself
1: that's uh, that's making me think of like the uh, the justifiable anger bit because you know exactly. your your ego was coming up with a justifiable reason to be angry even though it was wrong
0: right right and i love to believe false things <laughs> i make I up you. false things this is the way i lived when i was drinking because one one of the false things that i lived 24 hours a day was that I'm not an alcoholic and I don't have a problem. And I had a problem with drinking. (laughs) It was a problem. If you ever don't want to drink and you drink anyway, if you think you might have a problem with alcohol. You probably got a problem. (laughs) You probably got a problem.
1: Speaking of, can you imagine being the way you were today? Um, I can't imagine, actually I can, and and it's just, it would be pure misery, being the alcoholic that I was before I quit drinking in the midst of everything that's going on right now. No, I I mean, talk about hoarding toilet paper.
0: Jeez. I'd I'd have to be hoarding some beer, I'll tell you what, some liquor, and... Stockpiling like crazy because what if they ran out,
1: or what if they shut down <laughs> the stores
0: it's really scary,
1: and i uh I was at one meeting that uh, there was stores, a guy i mean the a b c stores the alcoholic beverage control stores here in North Carolina, oh, where yeah. you are the only place that you can buy liquor, yeah,
0: there was a guy who was, had three weeks at a meeting I went to through about three days ago, and uh, Man, I felt for him because he's getting sober right now at this time, oh, man. and so he can't do it face to face, or maybe he can do. I tell you what, you can meet somebody and stay outdoors and stay six feet from them, yeah. and it's perfectly safe to do. I wouldn't want to get sober right now. I'm glad I am sober, but I'm
1: glad that we are that there are these resources, the online meetings. They're different. Oh, it's a but- huge thing. Man, did you see that? Um- Uh, gear change um did you see that the um the general service conference of alcoholics anonymous the annual conference where all the delegates from all the areas across north america or u.s and canada uh go to new york that's been canceled and will be an online meeting now wow huge change i mean that is something that you could never have gotten them to do Mm -hmm. you know i mean i think one of the things that is not to like put a a a rosy picture on stuff but there's a there's gonna be a lot of good stuff that does come from the forcing of so many of us to to rethink and redo how we live um you know that conference even if every other year it's a uh, an online conference opens it up so much more for people to be able to get to it and save money getting to it think about and this is one of the memes is going around all those meetings that could have been an email actually are emails now Uh, (laughs) um, you know i I, there's just so much I, i see people working in their yards yeah people staying at home oh my god now I totally didn't like the fact that it was so many kids together, but on one of our walks around the neighborhood this week, there was this one yard that had like 10 or 15 bicycles out in front of it and all these kids running around screaming in the backyard and having a blast and it was like I told Greg it's like oh my god it's like the 70s where you can tell where everybody is by where all the bicycles are. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that's the first time I've seen that and I don't god I don't know how long.
0: Yeah, I'm really grateful that we live in the area we live in where there are neighborhoods and there are parks and it's not like a, a dense urban area where everybody's piled on top of each other. Yeah. So it's beautiful to be able to go for a walk in the neighborhood and so you can stay away but uh, totally different walking down the street and people are sitting out on their porches and you can wave to people everybody waves to each people that i've had conversations with people i don't know uh, you know in in detail about this the type of poppy that they had in their front yard and we talked about the flowers that they planted and, and all and a conversation that never
1: would have happened uh, two weeks Don, ago. Don, that, that part is really disturbing to me. So I, I had to... I, I, I did a, I've been very active on Facebook lately. Can't imagine why. And I memed one thing uh, of me, an introvert... Uh, <laughs> looking at me talking to strangers saying is this extroverting um, it's like <laughs> oh my god I have talked to so many people who have been walking past our house and people that we've met while we uh, encountered while we were out walking the dogs and and all this kind of stuff and I'm like talked to people I never would have said a word to and mm-hmm. it's like oh my god no please stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. I think it's beautiful. I think that's the thing. and that's the thing to f- focus
1: on. It it's kind of that. Um, oh, what is it in the big book is talking about uh, the the people on a uh, the sh- the ship
0: wrecked together on the
1: same vessel. Yeah, something like that. People I'm, who wouldn't normally mix the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we're all going through this one. Big crisis together, and it does build that camaraderie. I'm so glad you have a big book handy. I bet you can't find it. Yeah, but I can't. <laughs> it's
0: the beginning of. We are like men who have lost their legs. Wait a minute, that's not it. nope. That's not it. <laughs> that's not it. Oh, oh, I've got it. I ordered whiskey and poured it into my milk. Yeah, no, no that's not it, Don. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm glad we got together and have done this. We wanted to do something that was topical. We have a couple of boiled owls in the can.
1: Canned boiled owls. Oh, that's like, <laughs> ew. They're organic. I, my, my t- I totally went to canned boiled peanuts, which is a southern thing, but that we're going to call that a South Carolina thing. Uh. <laughs> no, I've seen them,
0: but we have a couple in the, and I was thinking about we should post that or for our next one, but... It just seems like without addressing what's going on, life has, the world has changed. So we'll still post those, but we thought we needed yeah, to do something that addressed what was going on.
1: Absolutely. And and also, you know, this is um, the beginning of what is going to be our new normal. And by that, I'm not talking about the uh, coronavirus and the COVID-19 thing, but with me moving to California... Um, You and I are are going to be adapting the uh, the Boiled Owl to remote recordings, and and so here we go. And so,
0: I'll just say what I say to that Boiled Owl at the end of every show when we turn off the microphones. Fly away, little bird. (laughs) Fly away. Be free. Tweet, tweet. Well... I'm glad that we were able to get together and do this. Well, it's kind of an emergency oiled bowel podcast. Oiled bowel.
1: What is wrong with you, man? That's disgusting. The oiled bowel. The oiled bowel. (laughs) Okay. So where is that pesky oiled bowel? I'll try. Look out,
0: watch your head (laughs) Here comes the oil
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us The Boiled Owl Podcast is posted on the 1st and 15th of every month, unless there's a pandemic. Uh, Visit us at boiledowlaa.org or email giveahoot at boiledowlaa.org. If you want to know more about AA, Google Alcoholics Anonymous in your city or visit aa.org. Please note, Boiled Owl is produced by members of Alcoholics Anonymous and only expresses our experience and opinions. It is not endorsed by AA World Services. Does that make us an explicit? Oh, we have been marked explicit from the get go, Don. (laughs) See you soon. Take care, Don.